0: Hello, it's Amanda. Thank you for joining us. Today you will be listening to our second episode. So, we will be releasing episodes weekly. Thank you for joining us, and I hope you enjoy.
1: Hello everybody, welcome to the Universal Faults Podcast. I'm Eli, and I'm here with- Amanda. And Dakota. is cracked. Bottle's open.
0: Joy to lit!
1: <clears throat> Alright, so, last week, or last time, we talked about uh, the quarantine and how fucked up the coronavirus is and all that, uh, and with that on our minds, we've realized that a lot of people that we personally know and that we've seen around us have gotten a lot more into psychedelics, so that's what we're gonna be talking about this time, is... A lot of different things about psychedelics, specifically LSD and mushrooms, um, like how it's made a comeback, the propaganda of the past, and some of our personal experiences.
0: Yeah, how on, we get started, you guys?
1: No. Oh. What is what is our first topic now? Well, 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 the first thing that like we considered for it was like talking about the propaganda, and which is a wild thing because there have been so many stories and like things that like older people and like the government in general would like consider like telling us to no, get us away from it
2: also it's not necessarily just older people because this happened way back when this is when they were in now like they had the mindset of us when they were younger so the fact that you and just seeing genera differences in generations not just age like they were us back when thinking that LSD was a bad thing with the research but what was the research exactly? Well
0: actually the research to begin with uh, in the beginning uh The scientist Albert Hoffman, the one who discovered LSD, once they discovered it before it was technically released to the public because it was released in like a medical journal, I believe. But when that all started, uh, scientists were using it to treat alcoholism and addiction and stuff like that, and they were.
2: uh, Actually, Albert Hoffman, uh, he had alcohol. Exactly. He was addicted to alcohol. He was
0: addicted to alcohol. Yeah.
2: Then in his step, he was one who. founded that mm-hmm. actual step-by-step way of getting over alcohol but he had to leave out the fact that acid did help him with getting over exactly
0: it. and then the government because once it was released into a public medical uh, science journal whatever once it was released into that and it was a release to the public and the public had access to it then the public started using it and it was during the vietnam war and during the vietnam war uh it was people did not agree with the war you know, like, there was no reason for us to be fighting another man's war, and so there was a huge uprising that was, like, during the age of, like, Woodstock and stuff like that, like, no war, you know, like, peace, like, there's no reason for this, and the, uh, by taking acid, you know, like, they stood against the government, you know, like, they were like, hey, this shit is not okay, and peace, love, happiness, hippies, And because they were standing against the government that's actually been proven yeah like
2: acid does make you feel a certain kind of way against negative shit especially very negative shit such
1: as people dying
0: exactly and so during that time period they needed the government needed to you know kind of like limit that because they didn't want the people fighting against them for something they were doing
2: so they spread bullshit propaganda <clears throat> like, our main story here that we've been talking
1: about beforehand is our orange juice guy. Like, what's up with that, exactly? That's fucking insane. Um, well, there's a lot of variations of the story, um, but, like, the general synopsis is, um, there was a guy who was going to be busted, like, for having acid on him. And in some versions, he had, like, a whole, like, like 100, like, sheet of acid, like, taped to his stomach, and like because it was hot as fuck out and he was like getting sweaty and nervous um 100 cheetahs. yeah 100 shoot che- 100 tabs yeah um <laughs> he uh basically had the sweat liquefy the acid and absorb into his skin and um at that point he thought he was an orange some some versions say that he thought he was an orange off the bat and he needed to be peeled so he, like, took off no, his he clothes. Was, yeah,
2: oh, yeah, that's right. He didn't want to be. Some
1: versions, he didn't want to be peeled. Yeah, he didn't want to be peeled, so he didn't, like, let people touch him. Or some versions, he needed to be peeled and he needed to take off his clothes. Um, some of them, he, I even believed he was a glass of orange juice and the whole world was
2: out to drink him. Or that he would he was afraid to be spilled. So he wouldn't let nobody
1: touch him. Mhm. Um, A direct, like, example, like, of it from Snopes Fact Check... Um, It directly says this guy goes down to the states from canada he comes across an amazing deal on acid so he buys a hundred lot he figures that it's not likely they'll strip search him so he tapes the whole sheet to his stomach when he goes back at the border he's ordered to get out of his car and wait in a room while they search the car he gets so freaked out thinking that they're going to strip search him after all that he starts sweating the sweat soaks the uh, sheet tape to his body and he absorbs 100 hits of acid through his skin. Pretty soon, he thinks he's an orange and decides he'll have to peel himself, so he starts peeling off his clothes. To this day, he's confined to a psychiatric ward, still convinced that he's an orange.
2: Yeah, and that's the, that's the crazy factors. I understand now. However, there is instances where acid has uh, affected people after they've tripped. But this, this is saying that he's thought that after the trip is over, you know, he's still in the psych ward. Yeah, it it's not only
0: that. Even that, first of all, why would he take a hundred hits of acid? I well, mean, well, like,
2: it wasn't intentional in that version, but in at that the same version, time, yeah, there's, there's several
0: versions. But even in any instance, you know, like, who and the that, fuck is going to take a hundred hits that's of acid? Like Don't
1: fucking it, test me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shut that's the fuck like,
1: up. <laughs> you know,
2: people should just be smart about drugs. It's like if it, I have a, a toothache, I go to the dentist, find out I'm, I need my wisdom teeth pulled. So hey, prescribe me oxycontin, oxycontin, whatever the fuck. And I um, uh, get back home, and I'm like, fuck, this really, really hurts. Like, it really hurts more than usual. I'm going to take the whole fucking bottle. That's my own stupidity right there. And just the same as, you know, the guy that, you know, he takes it, that much acid. Like, and, I mean, R.I.P., but, you know, that's exactly what happened with Juice World you know. He swallowed all them pills, and he thought he could do it, but, you know, he really couldn't. And that was his own stupidity, sadly. It's, it's not
0: only that, you know, like people like testing their limits when it comes to drugs yeah and it
2: isn't people just doing it because they're scared of being caught people do like yeah they like to test their limit,
0: like we test know their limit.
2: People.
1: so are we doing a podcast or is this an intervention for me i really can't tell
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just like at, at, at the same time all of that propaganda you know like the the whole orange juice fucking or the orange being peeled whatever you know like the, the government was just trying to deter us people from using it. And that's my own personal opinion. There's no science behind that. But even now, they're testing... Well, that's well, the exact
2: reason they didn't want us re- to do it.
0: Well, I'm talking about now, you know, like, it being made illegal to the point that it is, and then these false rumors were based upon the fact that they just didn't want us you know like and they've kind of built over the years like the fact of LSD staying in your spinal cord and you know like uh if you break your back you go into a permanent trip or whatever like that that yeah. 100% a myth
2: yeah it does not go anywhere near your spinal cord it does not make your brain bleed on your spinal cord
0: no that's it. none of that happens and it's like when people bring that stuff up it's like even though you know i've had my bad experiences with LSD you know like i've had my bad experiences but I I don't completely deter the drug, you know. Like I've had extremely monumental experiences, and then the fact that they're, like, mushrooms right now are being used as a studied as a treatment for yeah, depression. in Colorado.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I've been following they, that. I actually since think the, they actually
0: I think they uh, don't don't quote me on this. Can you look it up, Eli? If they like the legalization Has of mushrooms from Colorado. Yeah.
2: Um, I know. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And again, as she said, don't quote me on this, but From when I started following this story, it was about, it was college students in Colorado that were trying, that were making, like, an uprising, you know, trying to get it legalized, I think, through through studies, either that or they were just college students, um, but it went from just college students wanting it to be done to actual scientists finding use in this to help people to save lives.
1: Um, an update on what you asked. Yeah. Um, it's kind of confusing, but...
0: They De- vote the decriminalization. <clears throat>
1: yeah. Denver endorses uh, psilocybin so, as a mind-altering you? option, and voters in Denver approved the first uh, referendum on decriminalizing it, mm-hmm. but um, hallucinogenic mushrooms still remain illegal, and, uh, like, selling them will still be a felony. What
0: about in Canada?
1: Oh, a lot of shit's legal in Canada.
0: Yeah, obviously. Canada's fucking... Uh, Amer- it's like the off-brand version of America, <laughs> but it has... It has some good things, you know, like over there that we should have freedom-wise. Like but America then they're super wants, stupid too. But sorry, I'm insulting an entire country. It's but.
2: like what America wants to be, but it's showing us why we shouldn't be.
0: Yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Even before Not
1: or the uh, school shooting range jokes about like every other country, like hey, America. <laughs> yeah. 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 We are targeted a lot. We, we are a big meat
2: and Oh, here.
0: well, uh, considering other countries, the way they're oh, Ohio completely. Ohio is a meme. <laughs> Ohio taking it's over. It's all Ohio. It's, the- <laughs> it's
2: always been.
0: Listen, Ohio is a strange place to live in.
1: It's a great place to live in. Um, <coughs> to answer your question about <coughs> the Canada, it says, magic mushrooms are legal under Canada's Controlled Drug and Substances Act, but the law has a clause, section 56-1, which states that the health minister may exempt substances if necessary for medical or scientific purposes. That's reasonable. Mm. That's like, you know, yeah. doctor saying, hey, you need to lay
2: off the alcohol for a bit.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sorry, we had some audio issues. We're back. Uh, I think we were talking about... Canada.
2: We are talking about Canada and uh, its laws on psychedelics. Yeah. Yeah,
1: how they... <clears throat> they still remain illegal, but, um, the minister basically, like, he can exempt it for, like, medicinal and scientific purposes.
2: And, yeah, that's reasonable. Uh, like I said, is uh, like, you know, if you're sick and you need to lay off some alcohol or you gotta take some pills, some medication that doesn't mix well with the substance, you know? That, yeah. That, that could be a really good reason right there.
1: Um...
0: What exactly does that mean, though? Can you, like, look into the article and see what he means by that? Is it individual, like...
1: I think it's more on, like... A broad scan. Yeah, more on a, like, a broad, like, spectrum of, like, letting different, like, labs, like, test it, not, like, giving it to citizens. Like, here, Yeah, it, okay,
0: so it's not so much human... Oh, well, no,
1: I mean... It's I'm not, like, individual basis. Sure in, I know,
2: I'm pretty sure it is in some places, because... Yeah, there's I know, there's a guy... I follow on YouTube, really good, really informative guy. If you're into psychedelics, check him out. Psych his substance. name is Psyched Substance, and he's a Canadian. And he tries, oh. you know, there's a video where he has his buddy try legal MDMA. It's quote unquote. It's not straight MDMA. It's a knockoff MDMA, but it is legal up there. Um, they, uh, he gets uh, LSD and shrooms. He talks about it a lot. He, talking he's just a bank teller. That's what he is. And he has this whole YouTube that has blown up like crazy, and awesome guy. But he does a lot of psychedelics, though, and he talks a lot about them in in Canada. And every time he says it, he says, you know, I am not condoning any illegal substances and such and such, so check your state laws and such and your country laws, and he's in Canada. Um, He he talks about stuff like that, but I don't think, no, (coughs) it's not all psychedelics, though. It's specific psychedelics um like you know obviously i don't don't believe straight mdma is legal up there i believe that's why they didn't use mdma in that video but don't quote me on that
1: i could be wrong on that they could have just chose to use that in that video um earlier you guys mentioned how like uh around the time that lsd was synthesized and all that like only really people that had access to it were doctors and scientists and whatnot um but this is a direct passage from uh the article the united states print media and its war on psychedelic research in the 1960s by jessica bracco it starts as lsd and psilocybin were drugs that were only available to researchers and not typically available to others according to timothy leary though even researchers were like now unable to attain the drugs in 1962 i'm going to mispronounce this and that's my bad but it's the Kefauver-Harris amendments to the Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act were passed by the FDA. Under these new guidelines, stricter efficiency—or um, I don't know what the fuck that says uh, efficacy, keficy, uh, whatever the fuck—I'm stupid—needed to be proven before researchers could continue using LSD in testing. However, psychologists were unable to apply these techniques or th- for psychotherapy use. Shortly thereafter, the Dangerous Drugs Act promised new controls over psychedelics. It became a felony to take, sell, possess, or manufacture these drugs. In addition to these new regulations, the national media in the 1960s vilified research into psychedelics regardless of the possible therapeutic er, properties.
0: Which completely stopped everyone from being able to access it, which now we're in a day and age where people are like, scientists are like, okay, fuck that. They're looking back at old research papers and they're like, bro, this stuff's actually beneficial. And not only that, uh, there was a website that, um, I'm in a group on Facebook, uh, that deals with psychedelics. Okay. And in that group, they posted a link, which was a actual medical journal that asked people to describe a, uh, uh, spiritual experience or like a metaphysical, something along those lines that they had on psychedelics or like how psychedelics positively impacted their life They they posted several of those things where they're used in a study and so like the fact that scientists are looking at those specifics is like they the or even the the new documentary that came out on netflix that you and I started watching the have a good trip oh yeah fucking so Ben Stiller Carrie Fisher is in it and they're openly talking about you know like
2: Ben Stiller did acid once once yeah. but
0: still he's still advocating yeah. for it
2: yeah and which is great you know and uh and also always talking about you know we're talking about the greats and all that but they're still it's a drug it, there is cons to it yeah and uh, that they do talk about that a lot on there yeah um but under controlled like Scenarios, environments, uh they did say like it was very rare. Uh of they didn't have any cases, I don't think he said actually where there was a bad trip, uh in a good controlled environment. Yeah,
0: in a good controlled environment. This is
2: coming from the actual psychologist that's talking I believe he's psychologist, don't quote me on that. He's uh talking in the uh one of the main talkers in that show and yeah. It was uh pretty interesting. Uh not only that,
0: not only that, also you have to think about like although psychedelics do not cause mental illness themselves they can help bring forth uh symptoms of certain if you
2: have uh, schizophrenia is hereditary yes and if you have past uh, family bloodline that have uh, schizophrenia then you should be weary in the yeah taking it yeah cause and not bring it. if you have a bad experience really that's what it is it's so much stress on the body yeah and that's where it brings into play Flashbacks. But that's not
0: bringing up. It's not bringing up anything that's not yeah. already going to manifest. Yeah, it's going to happen itself.
2: eventually. If it's there, it's going to happen. It's just going to make it more apparent. Yes. But that's where it comes to say, uh, flashbacks aren't a real thing either. Uh, what it is is just so much stress put on the body. Even though you had a good time, it was fun. It was. It made you feel better. It was a lot of stress on the body, which caused PTSD. And sometimes when you experience something similar like you're in a similar environment you hear a similar sound or smell that you're feeling at that time you might see like a quick visual here and there
0: well considering
2: auditory hallucinations um
0: that the bad trip that i had and again i'm not speaking against psychedelics whatsoever you know i used fucking a very substantial amount of THC, which led me down the path that was, like, complete nothing in my brain, which... Because
2: uh, THC, even though it's not a psychedelic, it is psychoactive. It affects the way your brain thinks so, can affect your trip as well.
0: And what has kind of limited me, and again, you know, I'm not speaking ill of any of these substances, you know, even though I've had a bad experience, does not mean that I believe it's a bad substance. You know, so, like, I had taken an excess amount of THC, which led me... I took concentrated THC, so a dab, and it led me into this bad trip, and when I say bad trip, it was kind of just really uncomfortable, and, like, the hallucinations, they're not, like, what people say they are, you know, like, regardless of who you are at all, it it affects every person differently, but, like, the hallucinations you get are more reality-morphing kind of thing, and it really... I had a hard time differentiating between the drug interrupting my reality and the what actual reality was and because of that you know like me taking dabs now send me into shut the fuck up I swear to <laughs> I swear to. I'm not even... I. I you I'm gotta not-
1: prepare them dry-ass lips for uh, that drink. Uh, <laughs> I
0: don't
1: Turkey. know what you're talking about, because I guarantee the microphone what, did not pick up the noise I was making. <laughs> I fucking guarantee it.
0: Okay, but... Since you guys obviously didn't hear that, let me continue. Oh, uh, we were listening. I was talking about the fucking listeners. If they didn't hear that, then I'm just going to continue. But, uh because of that, whenever I, you know, take a hit of dab or I get super stoned, I will sometimes get that uncomfortable feeling that I get, uh, got during TH, uh, during that fucking bad trip. I almost said during THC. But during that bad trip, you know, it, like, it definitely affected me and it affected my perception, but it's something that, you know, like, I do have certain mental disorders, like, uh, borderline personality disorder Which has a tendency for Depersonalization And it just Manifested those
2: Continue I'm sorry
0: Oh but Not saying you know like that It was an exactly bad experience I've done it since then but it's definitely Like limited My consumption For sure, and I think at this point, my lesson in life... I've got to head outside real quick. Okay.
2: Your lesson in life is what? Uh,
0: My lesson right now is to focus on my mental health with a sober mind. You know, I've spent my entire life um, completely avoiding certain topics or completely dismissing that things like that exist because you know, like it's hard to fucking handle. It's hard to handle because you know, like what am I going to do from this point forward?
2: Mhm. All right. Well, then I guess uh, we'll go ahead and stop right here uh, for a second, and we'll be back after Eli comes back. Sounds good.
0: We are back. We are talking about uh, my bad trip experience and how I was just you know, saying that, you know, well, we're we're on the subject of, like, large doses of drugs or whatever, correct? Something Mm -hmm. like that. But uh, along the lines, you know, I did get, I am having to deal with anxiety, you know, whatever, but those are things that I'm dealing with personally that uh, I don't believe were, you know, caused by the drug, but more so brought up things that I was refusing to recognize about myself. And that's the beauty of that drug, to be honest.
2: Um, yeah, and that's where I would also have to put in, I've never had a bad experience myself, but I can say from what I've learned from other more experienced, uh, psychedelic users is, uh, bad trips don't always mean a bad thing. It might, you might feel uncomfortable and such, but in the end, a trip sitter is there to keep you safe. They're not necessarily there to pull you out of the trip. Uh, oh fuck, excuse me. Um... The, out of the bad trip, but they're there to just keep you safe, so a bad trip can really show you the <laughs> darkest parts of yourself that you keep tucked away that you don't want to look at and after the trip, sometimes, and not sometimes but it's often, it's really hard to implement things that you've learned from a trip into real life because it's like, it's such a you know, you're on drugs during that, so after a while, it's, it's going to fade out of your memory.
0: Yeah, yeah and-, and, well,
1: I'd like to add in that like I don't like the, the general, like, popular opinion that, like, as long as you take smaller doses of acid, like, you'll be completely fine, nothing. Yeah. No,
0: oh, no, I don't agree with because that either. Because
1: I've watched somebody lose their fucking mind off of two tabs, <coughs> mm-hmm. and, and, and I've watched somebody lose their mind off of five, like, it's... And it's
2: like, I normally drop part two, I drop four or five tabs, used to. Um, but I dropped uh, one tab here recently, and when me and Amanda actually got together, And it was off of one tab. I tripped for 24 hours. It wasn't, like, intense tripping for 24 hours. you know. But after the peak, you know, we're down, but I still had pretty good... I peaked
0: twice, though.
2: Yeah, she had peaked twice, but I had pretty good uh, tracers and visuals and uh, euphoric feeling still way after the morning had passed and noon had passed and the night had passed the next day.
1: (coughs) But... Um. Yeah, there was a time that I, uh, I had taken two tabs of acid, and I (coughs) searched for a good solid, like, (coughs) 16 no, 18 hours, and I peaked for at least, like, 10 of those hours, Mm. and that was, uh, the day of the Friendsgiving party, if you remember that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Mm
0: That trip was wild, though, for everyone.
1: Um, <laughs> but that's an ep- that's a story for another episode. <laughs> an
0: entire, like, a good portion of an episode is going to be dedicated to the story of how Dakota and I got together, and the comedic of Yeah, we'll talk about
2: our personal experiences here a bit.
0: Yeah, but...
1: but uh, the uh, irony and the humor <laughs> but till then
2: <laughs> but till then uh, that the bad trips and showing you that dark dark stuff that gives us a good transition to talk about the medical like aspects of LSD here yeah. for a second well, like psychedelics facts. in general yeah psychedelics not just LSD either and not <coughs> just psychedelics and, and mushrooms and LSD you know everybody looks at you know, mushrooms and LSD when they think of psychedelics but then you got to start thinking you got peyote you got ayahuasca, you got 5-MeO-DMT, well, DMT. D- yeah. MDMA, you got a lot more of good psychedelics, not so bad. Even, fuck, you know morning glory flowers? The yeah. seeds contain LSA, which if you eat enough of the seeds, will then convert to LSD inside of your body, um, and you can get somewhat of a euphoric trip from eating enough morning glory seeds. Well, it wouldn't be a hard, a hardcore <laughs> on so, oh. LSD trip. But it would still be like I said. It won't. It would be more euphoric, and it'd be more like taking ayahuasca, but a smaller version of it. I'm just gonna um, a smaller
0: like, version of ayahuasca, yeah. which is a DMT.
2: Yeah, it's more. It's more. Well, ayahuasca isn't like smoking DMT, though. It's, it comes on smooth. It's euphoric. It's very mindful uh, so
0: you're talking about the come up not so much the actual peak of ayahuasca because the peak of ayahuasca is wild yeah
2: you still it's still but it's still
0: it's just ingesting dmt in a completely different way like but it's you still eat wild in
2: a euphoric way yeah like, yeah in that way whereas well, you, dmt takes you out of your fucking body <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: yeah
2: if you break through on it you I could was i believe to say, yeah I if have, you break I have experience through
1: with dmt and i did not break
0: through
2: and, uh, I have not yet to, and I don't think I will for a while, but...
0: I don't think, I don't think I will, but I want to understand it. So, to be around yeah. people who do use it, you know, I'm comfortable with, but me, myself, um, I'm just, you know, like, a casual If I do a not, I want to break
2: through, and I'm going down to Mexico and doing Phi the Mio DMT. It's where it is, right, Mexico?
0: I believe so. It's somewhere in South America. Yeah,
2: um, south or central, but, uh, and, uh... But yeah, other than, yeah, onto the medical, uh, what do we have over here going on?
1: Well, um, a little passage from, uh, Psychedelic Drugs Making a Comeback in Medical Science, uh, which is a article on the Business Insider website, um, it, like, a passage from the beginning of it says that science, or scientific publications and therapeutic breakthroughs, um, suggest that the historical reputation of psychedelics, um, such as lsd and magic mushrooms as like dangerous or inherently risky have unfairly been overshadowed by an optimistic interpretation like major scientific journals have published our articles showing evidence-based reasons for supporting research and psychedelic studies and this includes evidence that um fucking psilocybin significantly reduces anxiety in patients with life threatening diseases such as cancer and that's uh mdma um, improves outcomes for like people suffering from ptsd and that psychedelics can produce like sustained feelings of openness that are both therapeutic and personally enriching
2: yeah and that's like a thing like with the if someone's dying literally dying make let them feel happy yeah like as long as they're not hurting someone they're not in any way physically or like mentally if they're not like hurting their business their income their family let them be happy. Well, I mean, even if it's in a way like that and it's therapeutic, it helps them get past the fact that they are about to die. Yeah, well it might for, help them be open with it too. For
0: us, you know, like using psychedelics like that helps with facing our own mortality, in a sense, but someone like that who is aware of their mortality, so aware of it that they know death could happen any moment, you know, like, being that aware of your mortality has to be damaging to the psyche, like, I can't, uh, actually watching my stepdad die, knowing how that affected him, like, towards the end, you know, the the cancer had riddled into his brain, but even before that had even happened, how gone, how lost he was. Like, he did not want to die. He was not ready to die. And he was facing everything that he had to face while alive, basically. And, like, that shit is difficult. If mushrooms would have helped my stepdad die a peacefuler like, a more peaceful death, why the fuck not? Like, at, at, at that point, you know, I believe in assisted suicide because he wanted to towards the end. But still, like, if, if someone is facing their own... own mortality give them the option to make it not so fucking miserable mm-hmm. it just seems like Death common sense is a,
2: a hard thing to deal with whether you're ready for it or not when the time comes that's when it finally hits you and uh, most people eventually do cave into the fact that when they're surrounded by their family on their deathbed I'm not going to have this anymore and they're either going to be being proud of it or being scared about your, that you're about to be lo- uh, losing it. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, people are scared. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, also uh, acid or shrooms or whatever it may be that they uh, deem to be more reasonable to use uh, would help them maybe even just be accepting of it, not just help them get through it, but be fully on accepting of it.
0: Considering the trips that I've had, like, I can 100% say that I'm more accepting of dying now than I ever was. And on top of that, it's also more accepting of, you know, like, the fact that um, all of us are a little, like, out of our head a bit, you know? Like, not saying that we're all crazy, but in some sense, you know, like, we're not all normal. Like, we don't even know what normal is. And because of that, it's... It, 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 What that bad trip showed me, really, was that I was afraid of losing my mind, but what does that even mean? Like, that's the question that's been running through my mind since that. What does it even mean? You know, like, being fully aware of the fact that your head is out of there, you know, like, whatever the, the case at this point. You guys got something to say? Sorry, I rambled for a
1: minute. (laughs) Well, nothing (coughs) specifically on that. But, um, to add on to what we said earlier about, uh, like, the research on psychedelics, specifically LSD, um, like, in the 60s, fucking recently we just found out that, uh, some of the research was deemed unethical, and one of, like, the main things about it was, was that, um there were mind-control experiments conducted, like, under the CIA yeah. with LSD. By the
2: fucking government.
0: Yeah, so- So, so the, it's
2: illegal because the government did it.
0: Well, it wasn't the people that were using it incorrectly the, yeah, at that yeah. point. You know, they probably also said that, you know, like, mm. to make it seem like, oh, these- Not only that, the whole Vietnam thing, all of that stuff, it just gave them one more reason to make it a level. <laughs> and it's like- what psychedelics do is it makes you question the structure question the structure of culture you know like what is culture of everything yeah exactly Around. but one of those things is during that time period it it questioned culture it questioned what we were agreeing to and you know like it gave them anxiety and then seeing that the government used it so that the government used it in that negative way do you think people were like let's brainwash you know, like, no, me and you were like, bro, tripping's like the shit, you know, like, it's peace, love, happiness, and the government's like, we're gonna make the enemy lose their mind.
2: And that's like, it's funny, because it's not like the CIA was like, oh, we're doing bad, let's make it illegal, it's because another part of the government was like, all right, y'all, you know, you need to calm down, we ain't like that, you know, gonna stop. Stop. Which is, I like, I like that because that's in showing the fact that our government really might not even be all that bad as what people say. Mm -hmm. It's just these few people of parts of the government that keep coming into it.
0: And maybe not even that, I think just like, we're almost using a dated system. Uh, it's, where, not,
2: it's not dated system. The system is not the system, okay. It's not the, the people si- it's coming that's coming in that's trying to take so that it's, away. It's well, trying to it, take what
0: we have. It, away. It's not ju- just that there. There are certain things we're going to get into that in another time. But like term limits, you know, like uh, career politicians, things like that. That is kind of like that's the culture behind politics. It's not the system itself that's the problem. It's the culture that are behind you know it's behind politics people see power and because of that that <coughs> has diluted the culture of our government the government the system is not flawed it's not the system it's that's the, the problem it, it's exactly and that's the culture behind it you know these people go in there trying you know they to power cheat
2: the system find their loopholes exactly
0: they just want Be power they want to feel special mm-hmm. and so it, you know like i i like the democracy You know, like, the people should be in charge. But given the fact that not only did the CIA, the U.S. government, try to control people's minds with a mind-altering substance that people were using for nothing but peace and happiness in that time period, the fact that they would want something so negative out of something so possibly beneficial that it completely eradicated the use of that substance whatsoever, scientists couldn't even touch it.
1: Um, and it's, like, really fucked that, like, the acts that we were talking about earlier, like, halted all the research on it. Because LSD, like, has been linked with, like, promoting the growth of neurons in the brain. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's been linked with, uh, promoting growth of the happy chemicals, you know, the serotonin, the dopamine.
0: It basically resets the serotonin receptors. Because at that point you know like it attaches to the serotonin receptors like you know more in this than i do but it attaches to the serotonin receptors
2: and then they're like hell yeah some serotonin they're like
0: yep woo! and your body's this not There's lost
2: serotonin
0: yeah your body's not used to you know something so wild like that and that serotonin is still being produced in your brain though it just the brain isn't receiving serotonin the receptors aren't the serotonin's just staying in your brain at that point but because it's such a like strange chemical to attach then the entire brain it's been shown the entire brain communicates parts of the brain that have never communicated are communicating completely resets all of it. Like, they have images, like, uh, MRI images of a brain on LSD, and they have images of, a sober brain, or whatever, and it is wild, because a brain on LSD is completely lit up. Like, there's so much activity in it, in parts of the brain that normally don't have activity, and the fact that because of our government stupidity, there are fucking whatever they were trying to do because during that time we were very uh focused on war. We've kind of always been focused on war, but during that time period war was a big part of culture. So now it's like you look back at those <clears throat> things happening, you know, like and you're just like what the fuck? You know, like the idiocy that goes beyond it. <coughs>
2: Y'all ever seen Indiocracy movie? No. Terry Crews? She's mm-hmm. watched some funny shit. Might be over here now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, anywho, um, other than that, I mean, yeah, there's a lot, uh, good therapeutic, therapeutic use, but I think we should start talking about, uh, our personal experiences
0: here. Why don't you start? Because you're interesting in the... Uh, I think,
2: I think Eli should start here because I'm interested to hear some stories that Eli has because... Well, which one do is, you want to hear? Well, do you, do you want to hear about the should, first
1: time that I ever did?
2: You acid? should you should throw us two times. Yeah, two, okay. two times.
0: You should
2: throw, times. throw us one that's involved with me and throw us one I don't know. Yet. And you guys um, mess with
0: LSD more. I, I mess with mushrooms more, so I have a completely different perspective on the substance.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, um... I'll tell you the first time I tripped, uh, like, a very cut-down version of it. And I'll tell you about the, uh, the first time I tripped by myself. And it was one of the hardest trips I've ever had up to that point. And, like, there was nobody in the house with me. Like, I was completely by myself. And, like, shit was wild. Um, but Dakota, you were there for my first ever acid trip. And... Um, something I'm going to point out before I start telling this story is you love hugging things when you trip. You love Where's like, that? you love just holding things Where's that? and the trip pillow that I brought back from my old house, I think it's over there, like underneath the bed, like on that side, oh, like lift it. up the corner. Yep, there it is. Oh hell yes! It's, it's my trip pillow. He now has uh, the trip pillow that I'm about to talk about in the story in the future. Uh, <laughs> but Dakota I'll held on. Here and there. Dakota held on to this pillow for almost the entire what eight-hour trip or six-hour trip. Almost
2: like it was like we started and then we went downstairs and then uh, I went through my whole loop where I caught, caught in a loop, where it's my first trip, too. I microdosed beforehand, but I'm, this is my first trip. And I'm sitting here, I'm standing on the steps, and I'm like, I'm hot. I'm fucking hot. I'm really fucking hot. Someone put me in front of an AC. I'm so hot. Just standing there. And then I walk into the living room, and I do the same thing. I walk back to the steps, I do the same thing. walk back to the living room. Finally stop. And then I lay down, I sit down on the couch next to Eli, his brother, and he's watching this movie, and I grab this pillow, and I just hold it in close to my chest, like, up high on my chest, where I can, like, hide my mouth and, like, nose behind it, and just peek out from behind it, and I just sit there and hold it,
1: and then continue, <clears throat> Eli. Well, the way we got the acid was, uh, my girlfriend at the time, uh, got... A very good deal on acid. <laughs> A very, very good deal on acid. And she bought, I think... I wonder 12 tabs. Uh, shut the fuck up. Um, she got like 12 tabs, 12, 13 tabs, something like that. And just brought it to my house. 250
2: she... Eugene Needlepoint.
1: Yeah. And um, she went to my house and she paid for the acid. Got to my house and she just handed me the entire baggie. It said, here you go. And I'm like, wait, what? And she's like, well, I bought it for you. And I'm like, oh, okay. I stayed the night, the night beforehand. And
2: I was not, we did not know about this. As he said, he didn't know about it. So obviously I won it So I just stayed the night with him, hanging out with my buddy. And as soon as I opened my eyes in the morning, he looks at me and he's like, hey, want to do acid? (laughs) (laughs) A little on me, I was like,
1: (laughs) yeah, man. So, um, so it was me. Koda, uh, my ex, um, should I, like, call everybody by name? Well, no. Yeah, um, no. We're, we're gonna call the long-haired one Jeremiah, <laughs> and we're gonna call the short-haired one Jeff. <laughs> Jeremiah and Jeff. Yeah. Um. And Hazel. That's,
2: that's her. Hey, Jeremiah, okay, her name's yeah, gonna be Hazel.
1: P- oh, I said Paisley, but Hazel. Okay, yeah, Hazel. Um, Okay, so all of us we put the tabs together. I think I took three, right? I took three on my I'm first. Not for sure, I, because I was like, nah, my girl bought these for me. I'm gonna be taking the most. I took two, yeah. Um, you took two. Jeff took one and then took another one, and Jeremiah took two off the bat. Uh, and I think Hazel took two, but we. I'm talking. Um, Alcohol. Well, you talk about what we are doing, like, while I take this sip, like, when we took the acid.
2: Okay, so, we took it, and I believe I was started out, I was, we're just chilling, you know, hanging out before it takes good and maybe, like, 45 minutes hour to kick in. I'm playing ARC Survival involved. Eli's showing about bed. Uh... uh
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremiah.
2: <laughs> Jeremiah is, uh... Sitting uh, on the chair in front of the A.C. And, uh... Jeff is sitting on the floor behind And uh, Eli and Hay- uh, Hazel. Hey, Hazel. Is sitting over there on the bed. Hazel. And... Uh, yeah, just uh, chilling and it kicks in, and uh, we're eventually just uh, rolling on the floor. Like, you know, we're all just chilling and
1: big vibes and low vibes and big vibes and low vibes and Eli. Well, like, it was so weird when it first started. Because. I remember a lot of it. I remember it's just, so much I don't remember after the we went upstairs, When we were forced to your bedroom, that's well, when I remember shit. N- let me. the context behind it my mom was not home my brother was my mom was out um with the fucking like on a date with a dude and I didn't expect her to be back all day well I was given the task with my brother to clean up the entire kitchen and we have a dirty ass kitchen (laughs) so or had a dirty ass kitchen and so this was a task that I forgot about like after taking the acid well, <laughs> we're all just big chilling upstairs, and it starts to kick in, so, like, everybody goes downstairs, um, or no, actually- That's when I got
2: caught in my loop. That's, like, the first thing that happened.
1: We started migrating downstairs when it started kicking in, and then I got caught in my loop. Yeah. Um, the way it actually kicked in for me was I had to go downstairs, like, to take a shit, and- The old bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. And my my bathroom That's where it really is Was super trashy and had like The wallpaper torn down So like it had like the triangles from where It didn't rip evenly and all that And when I sat down to take a shit My first ever experience I've ever had On acid was taking a shit And if you've ever Taken a shit on acid you know it's not great. <laughs> it's, oh, it can oh, be great weird.
2: if you if you, if you just accept it, but <laughs> it's intense, that's what it is. <laughs> it's
1: very intense, <laughs> it for sure. Be. But, um, I just sit down, I take this shit, and then I, like, I have my fucking head in my hand, like, rubbing my eyes, I feel, like, the body high, like, definitely, and then I look up at the walls, and, like, these big triangles of spires of, like, where the wallpaper was ripped, just, like start moving and melting and i'm like oh my fucking god i'm like ooh, this is this is gonna be crazy i'm like this is about to be fucking wild i finish up i look in the living room sees like my brother like watching a movie or some shit
2: what movie was he
1: watching um, I don't remember what he was watching put before. put on something that had some kind of little visuals
2: in it because yeah, it he was, um, we were doing something we He was watching a awesome.
1: movie beforehand, but once we all came downstairs, he put on 21 Jump Street. Oh, yeah, that's what it was, because of that one part of it. Yeah, 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 I'll get to that. Um, but we just big chill, and then we all migrate downstairs. Dakota gets into his loop, and, like, fucking Jeff is not having a good time. He's overheating like a like, motherfucker. Jeff, Jeff he's is... sitting
2: in the edge of the fridge. They have a big
1: two-door fridge. I'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff is just, like, super fucking hot, like, overheating, and, like, he's just, like, really having a not great time. And so we migrate downstairs, everybody sits down, and, like, they're watching, like, 21 Jump Street, and I'm sitting down. And, like, everyone just chilling on this big-ass sectional that was in our living room. And, uh... Like, I get a text from my mom that says, Call me right now. And I'm like, what? (laughs) She's like, call me. And I'm like, but why? Like, is this something wrong? And, like, I just really didn't want to talk to her while on acid. And she's like... Doesn't answer me for a hot second. And then she starts calling me. And I have to play it off chill. And she's like... Why the fuck didn't you call me? She basically wanted me as, like, an emergency call to, like, get out of the date. And she was super pissed. And she's like, if that kitchen isn't clean by the time I get home, then I'm kicking everybody out of the fucking house. And I'm like, oh my god, no. (laughs) So I start stressing out really bad. And, like, this was probably the most stressed I've ever been on acid. And, like, I still didn't have a bad trip. Uh... But, like, I'm just, like, frantically, like, unloading the dishwasher, loading the dishwasher while on acid, like, wiping down the counters, and then I start sweeping up the floor, and, like, some of it was still dirty, and then I remembered that my brother was supposed to help with some of it, so I looked at him, I'm like, can you everybody please... Everybody
2: else was rushed upstairs also.
1: Yeah, everybody else just kind of, like, hurried Dude. upstairs, except for Jeff, because he was, uh... uh he, home. Yeah, he was taken home by his, uh, mother, <laughs> because, uh... It was getting bad for him. But uh, that's a whole other part of the story that I don't feel like getting into right now. <laughs> oh, um, he did say that she took him on a uh,
2: night drive, helped him chill out, smoke a blunt while they were driving. And it, I want to experience this type of visual. It sounds beautiful. He said that all the lightning bugs were flashing and it was like different colors. Like there was blue and green and red and purple. That'd be yeah. interesting.
0: Okay.
1: Well, besides Jeff who has left... Jeremiah, Jeremiah, Dakota, and Hazel, like all go upstairs, and um, fucking, <clears throat> god damn it, I'm just like frantically sweeping up like the the floor and shit, and I look into the living room at my brother, and like, uh, it's like the scene from 21 Jump Street playing, where like the gym teacher's like fucking face turns into a cat face, and like. They're just, like, the two of them are just tripping balls, and, like, Jonah Hill, like, has- or no, not Jonah Hill, Channing Tatum just has his tongue out, like, uh, Like, fucking stupid. And, uh, I look at it, and I'm like, This is not fucking appropriate! <laughs> I'm like, Can you please finish the rest of the kitchen? I'm like, I did most of it, and I really don't need mom on my ass while we're all on acid. Can you please just, like, do the rest of this? And he's like, Yeah, sure, I got you. I'm like, Thank you so much. And then I rush upstairs, and uh, while Jeff was having this uh, this fucking little crisis, uh, one of our friends, who I'll call Caleb, he shows up. Oh, Caleb. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Caleb. I
2: forgot about Caleb.
0: What?
1: Uh, you... We'll explain that. Yeah, after. we'll explain after. But <laughs> Fuck. But Caleb comes over. And he's, like, super fucking chill. And he's like, oh, y'all are on acid for the first time? He's chill. Like, he's like, fuck it. I'll pop a zanny. We're like, whoa! Whoa!
2: whoa. <laughs> and so he pops a quarter bar of zanny. I don't know what the millimeter was, but yeah.
0: The millimeter?
2: The mil- millimeter. Wow. <laughs> oh, Milligrams? Retarded. Yeah, yeah,
1: tar. But, um, Caleb shows up, generally brightens the whole mood, and we get upstairs, and this is where the trip was great. Like, this is where everything really felt amazing. Um, we were listening to a lot of Chance the Rapper, Acid Rap, uh, specifically, dude, uh... Great album to listen to. Um, Waltrip. and I know that we mentioned earlier that flashbacks are, aren't actually, like, a full thing. but like, They
2: happen, but it's not like what people think. It's like, oh, you get it, and then you crack your back, and it releases it, and then and it's not like that kind of thing.
1: You know? It's just PTSD. Well, I get a type of flashback when I hear the song, uh, Paranoia by yeah, Chance totally the Rapper. Right.
2: coming to play PTSD, you were, that's probably, you are experiencing a really, that was, you were peeking probably pretty, really hard right there, and it was, uh, all that stress on your body, you know, you tripping balls, and you were listening to that, so every time you listen to that, it brings you back to that moment.
1: Yeah, and, like, it's super weird, because every time I've done Acid and listened to that song after that trip, like... If I, like, close my eyes, I'm literally, like, brought into that moment. Like, I can see everything, like... Not, like, super detailed and vivid, but, like... It's, like, detailed enough where, like, I can tell, like, the situation, like, the surroundings and all that. Mm-hmm. And it's really wild. Mm-hmm. Um But, uh... Like, there would be these times where, like... Somebody would say something that sounded passive-aggressive... And it would start, like, a little mini-argument... And then, like, people would go back and forth, like arguing, and then, like, we would forget what the fuck we were talking about, like, two sentences later, and then, like, we'd be like, what the fuck are we even mad about? Yeah. And, like, um, we're like, like, I don't fucking remember.
2: It would be like, uh, one person, uh, we'd get in the argument, and we'd be arguing for, like, a minute, like, real quick, real short. One person would be like, huh? And then the next person would be like, huh? Next person be like, huh? Uh-huh. And then we'd be like, fuck it. And then we'd keep on going, and then just keep being, like, back and forth, like, It'd be a chain of hunts, every time, every time, or, or whatever or what, one or two.
1: But uh, <laughs> but after that, like, things were pretty chill. I was like, paranoid the whole time that my brother had told my mom like that we were on acid because like, uh, he wanted she like, she would come up to my room and hang out sometimes, and like I feel like he was doing. Like, he told her to, like, keep her from going up there and, like, freaking us out. Um, but, uh, like, it turns out that's not what happened, but I'm just grateful she did not come up there and interrupt us. But, a legend was born that day. A very yeah. popular legend amongst our squad, our group of friends, and it was a gallon jug. A clear a gallon jug of water. Green, green cap. With a green cap, and, Papa, no, screw. Yes, um... Here's a opening. Um, but basically, this was our lifeline. We would have Caleb go downstairs because we were too afraid to, like, see my mom, and like, he would fill up the entire thing with ice water and bring it back up, and we would chug the ice water and get super fucking, like, satisfied and hydrated off this (laughs) big-ass thing of water, and like... (laughs) we would just like keep doing that we did it at least like 4 or 5 times hey you know how there's
2: holes in the junk now yeah I figured out this thing uh my cousin gave us a 360 light you know for taking pictures and shit well uh a piece of it broke and uh, like the little plastic that goes over top to make the light not so bright so I took and fixed it right on there I took and I heated up it with the, my torch for dabs a uh fucking uh bobby pin just put it right across pretty much like welded
1: the plastic i can fix jug well getting to its name um basically after the trip had calmed down and like Hakuza. there was a really shit like party afterwards where shit just really went south but that's not something i'm getting into um my ex we told her to write jug on the side like going down and like she wrote J-U-C. Like, she went to make the G, but, like, she just didn't complete it. And then she handed it to me and said, okay, done. And I look at it, and I'm, like, still kind of tripping. And then I look at her, like, like, are you fucking serious? And I'm like, is this this me? Like, am I not seeing something here? And, like, I showed it to everybody else. I'm like, does that fucking say jug? And they're like, jug. (laughs) And so... Was born. From there on out, we called this gallon jug, jug, and since then we've made designs on it, and it has the date. It has the date that we did yeah. it. It has oh. June thirtieth, 2018. <sighs> Shit, um, June what thirtieth? Yeah, June thirtieth.
2: I uh, that was uh, three days after my uh, 18th
1: birthday. Wow. Well, that's good to know now. But yeah, for real oh shit, we're almost done, no! Um, uh, let me wrap this up quick. Um, but yeah. What was the who's next? The trip calmed down and, like, everybody, like, was able to chill out and, like, my mom had never known about that. Like, to this day, Ooh, she still does not know. And we had a party directly after. And it <laughs> felt so
2: blissful. It was <laughs> like, uh, I was sitting there and still feeling, like, come downs, and I was like, Looking at everybody smiling and laughing, and I was like, "This is bliss."
1: <laughs> but like you said, like the party was pretty peaceful and mediocre up until a certain point. But because of like a mix of factors, my mom was super pissed. She didn't know about the acid, but like it was a bunch of other things, and she just went on a fucking rampage and like. Made people leave and shit like that and like just fucking was pissed. And, um, <laughs> like afterwards we just kind of like quietly drank alcohol upstairs, like until like we decided to tell everybody else to either leave or like find a place to fucking sleep. But yeah, it was pretty wild. Uh-huh. So, what about another experience that I wasn't with you?
0: Why don't we, what we do is... Yeah, I was about to say,
1: take turns.
0: Take turns, you know, that way it is, like...
1: It's not just me talking for a solid fucking... <laughs> yeah,
0: <minutes. laughs> something interesting. And since you guys kind of, like, had your little conversation there, I can talk about mine. Because you guys basically talked about the same experience. I'll just talk about my first LSD yeah. experience. Fuck
1: your personal experiences. No, Dakota. no,
0: he'll go mm-hmm. next after me. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. But listen. Alright,
2: so you, uh, you guys uh, um, um um are you gonna say a good experience or?
0: Yeah, yeah, my first my 1st uh, then,
2: then use like I'm gonna say something that's gonna be like kind of like a situation as to not what to do while you're
0: guessing. Okay. Yeah. Uh so my when I had studied L S D and psychedelics for a good like year before I ever tried it mostly because of the fact that, you know, like, their mental illness runs in my family and I'm like, bro, I don't want to go nuts the first time I do acid. So, like, I studied it and, like, I saw kind of, like, uh, a therapist talking about using it for certain mental illnesses and, like, sometimes it's used for post-traumatic stress disorder, which is something I suffer from. So, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Why not? So, like, my ex-boyfriend and I, he took, uh, Five tabs and I took two tabs. God, two. He's taking that man took like ten tabs. Like, I have I had pictures of him with ten strips on his lips or on his tongue, like, full, full ten strips.
1: One day I'm gonna drop a hundred and nobody can stop me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Except Orange Juice Man. Just the <coughs> thought. Oops. <laughs> if,
1: if I die, I die.
0: You're, I don't think you're gonna die, but I think. Well, we, we may have to visit you in a psychiatric unit for a few weeks. You just gotta get there to get back to your head. It might take I you a minute. I will find God, and I will kill him. Oh, wow. <laughs> the story at the... Oh, wow. The story at the fucking bonfire. But, as I was saying, like... And I'm also a spiritualist, so I was kind of, like, looking for answers because my life had just been so wild up until that point and continued to be wild after that. But uh, I, I was looking for for something at that time my ex's grandmother's um boyfriend had died in what is believed to be suicide by cop so he was like shot a shit ton of times and like i'm surrounded by all this grief and i don't know how to take suicide it suicide by
2: cop supremo so she like
0: had a gun. He yeah, had a gun. He wanted.
2: He wanted, like, he he was, wanted like, to 10, die.
0: And he's like, you yeah, okay. know, well, well, he like, in like
2: the, that. I'm good. on you, you. Even know what I'm talking. There's about. a there's a video. Scene.
0: There's actually there's a, a video of it like helicopter view or something like that. And to be honest, like he he's not pointing the gun, but he's not dropping the gun. Mhm. And the cops are yelling at him to drop the gun, and he doesn't. But uh, I was just surrounded by all this grief for a man that I had met once, and I met him at a funeral. So I was like. I did not know how to process that whatsoever, and I'm like, I need to understand life and death, because this shit is, it's getting to me, so I was like, I took two tabs, Uh, my ex was watching TV, he was watching F is for Family on Netflix, highly recommend that show, this is not an advertisement, just a good ass fucking show, but at the time, I realized it had started kicking in, because, guys, be nice to each other, okay?
1: I will shatter you like
0: glass. <laughs> um, but I realized it was kicking in because I started watching TV, and the fucking show was not the humor. I understood humor so much that it was no longer funny. So I understood the the concept of humor. We laugh at people who are going through the same shit we're going through, and we're like, "Haha, it fucking sucks, that doesn't it?" And they just kind of. They add humor to those kinds of situations. We're laughing because we've been there.
1: Well, I don't know. I find Rick and Morty pretty funny, but I've never had a fucking, like, but the, a I was face, talking about the. A of I'm not alien talking about that. Jumping on I'm talking face. about the
0: humor of that show. So the show is like family life f is for family so i'm talking about the the humor basis of that show was based around we've all been there so that's what made it funny and i couldn't find it funny anymore so i was like no more yep (laughs) so i walk i go into the bathroom i need to get away so i go to the bathroom and i lock the door and i shut off the light and i just lay in there mind you this is the house that my ex-boyfriend's ex-fiancee killed herself So, like, he took five tabs, but he had taken a couple tabs before then. So, like, for him, I don't know what that experience was like. We barely saw each other that entire time. But I'm in the bathroom, I'm laying on the floor, and all of a sudden my world, like, fucking lit up. Like, I experienced ego death a 100%. Like, it was to the point where there was no Amanda. What is Amanda? Amanda is consciousness. And I was like, what is consciousness? I am consciousness. I am the universe. I'm the universe itself. And, like, it was this ever-cascading, like, boom, boom, boom of just all of these crazy fucking things. And I'm like, okay, so after two hours, I stand up, turn on the light and I look in the mirror and I'm like holy fuck what was that that was the most amazing thing I'd ever seen and then as I looked in the mirror like I've never whenever they say like don't look in the mirror when you're on psychedelics yeah, ne- it's bullshit I've mm-hmm. never had a fucking issue with looking in the mirror ever I love, well, it.
1: I love it somebody I know skin looks HD yeah somebody yeah. I know recently um, like, like he has a method of like reactivating his trip and, like, if he feels his trip starting to come down, he said, like, he would, like, stare into the mirror, like, kind of, like, a foot away from his mirror, and stare into his own eye. And he said, like, after he did that for, like, a few minutes, like, like, he looked back into the bathroom, because he was in the bathroom when he was looking at the mirror. And, like, he said, like, it ramped his visuals, like, back up to a 10, like, instantly.
2: Well, that's because, I think that's because you're, like all setting in your brain you know, you're know, you like putting it like looking at the same thing for so long and then well away. not only that. that's like you know them pictures you see online of the spiral and you look at it for so long and it's got a blank white piece that you said possibly and it and then but also got, you have yeah. to
0: think about the fact when you are tripping your consciousness is your conscious awareness is completely fucking different and you've never seen your face in person So, like, looking at your face, like, bro, that's what I really look like, and then you get fucking lost in it, because it's like, oh my god, like, I'm really in this shit, like, when I take acid and I look in the mirror, that's the only thought, like, bro, I'm actually fucking in this shit, like, I am really living this life, and, um, but in that experience, I looked in the mirror, but then after I looked in the mirror, I sat down on the floor, and I would meditate when I tripped, like, that was my thing. And, uh, I'd started meditating to kind of calm myself, you know, like, get myself out of whatever the fuck I experienced laying in there on the floor. It was, like, the idea of I am, like, and there's so many theories surrounding that of the theory of I am. I am everything. Like, I am you, you are me, I am every inanimate object because this inanimate object is nothing but a thought projected from our collective conscious mind. So if nobody was here to experience this, none of this would exist. And, like that's what I experienced. I was like, holy fuck. And then I understood death and it was like, oh my God. So, uh, it was the idea of, again, I am everything. So when I die, I am just recycled like, and I accepted it right then. I was like, okay, makes sense. Continued on, you know, like, and after I had sat on the floor meditating, after I looked in the mirror or whatever, I threw up so many times, like, And what it felt like was almost purging of whatever negative constructs that I had about myself and my reality. So I would vomit whenever I'd get a super, you know, like, mind-blowing fucking thought. I'd throw up. And so, like, uh, my ex started freaking out, thinking that maybe I was...
1: (laughs) (laughs) I really hope that got picked up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but it was like the idea of. Okay, being loud as fuck down there. Uh, lost my train of thought. Was I, what was I talking about? Oh, oh no, I remember the throwing up, and my ex at the time thought that maybe we had gotten fake acid, like that's what he thought. And like, we obviously looked up research and thank God we were smart along the lines of, um, because I was on lithium at the time. If you are to mix lithium with LSD, you will seize and throw up blood. It just, they attach to the same receptor or they counteract one another. And lithium is one of the only drugs that counteracts a psychedelic. And it just, the brain glitches, basically, and you seize out, and then you start throwing up blood, and it's not a good experience. It sounds great. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, I had, what are you doing?
2: I'm like, like, wow.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, like, when I had decided to do LSD, I was aware of that, but I had also researched how long it took to get lithium out of my system. So, like, I was very prepared I, uh, it said three days, but I waited an entire week just to be sure. And I go outside to get, you know, fresh air. Cause he was like, man, you know, she's really fucking tripping balls. So he takes me outside. I throw up. I throw up immediately as I walk outside because the trees and seeing the leaves and the grass and all that shit. Holy fuck. Like I was like, this is the wildest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I saw life coursing through Plants And, you know, I looked up into the night sky because we were in the middle of nowhere and I see stars and I'm like, holy fuck. And it was like a sensory overload. Mm-hmm. And I, I threw up. And I was like, oh, this is ridiculous. At one point, I think I was having a conversation with the dog. Like I was literally <laughs> having a conversation with the dog. But it wasn't a talking conversation. I'm just looking at the dog and I'm like... You got those thoughts in there, but you can't tell me what you're thinking, so how do I know that you're not experiencing what I'm experiencing? And this is, like, a, a mental conversation I am I'm having with this little dog who never lets anyone pet her. But when I'm tripping, she was perfectly okay with me petting her. Like, completely okay with it.
1: She was like, Did I I see you? this picture of me when I was on acid. This is a picture of me from the story I'm going to tell when it comes back around to me it was fucking loud
0: <laughs> <laughs> um but after that experience you know like i had definitely my spirituality had definitely like grown because i was like oh my gosh you know like i do believe in something and i'm like this something that i had questioned my entire life like it was like i had a theory when i was like 10 and it was like the universe is a pie each piece is a different religion and in the middle where they all meet is what was really out there. I didn't know what that was until that night. And then that night I was like, holy shit, it's just energy. <laughs> like I was like, it's literally just energy. That's all it is. And like I had completely accepted like the path of spirituality from that point. And like I had done LSD after that, I think maybe once or twice. I think, I think I did it. One other time with my ex, and I think the other time I did by myself, and then it was just mushies like for a very long time until that night that Dakota and I got together.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It is amazing.
2: Lucy's friend. I have the chemical structure for uh, LSD tattooed on my left shoulder.
0: My surgic uh, yes. acid diethylamide. And
2: soon, first I a soon, first soon I will have psilocybin put on my right shoulder. And eventually I want uh, um, uh, the night sky on my arms and I want them to be constellations.
0: I want to get. Not. That'd be a really good fucking idea to have the chemical structure of the constellation. Mm hmm. Um, But I want psilocybin Tattooed on my body Just because of the experiences I've had with it Um, being more experienced In that, that'll be like my next story I'll talk a little bit about my experiences With psilocybin Well uh, Is that all for your story? Yes, yeah, it's all for my story
2: Well, here's how you don't do it, kids uh, <laughs> Me and uh, Jeremiah, right? Mm-hmm me and Jeremiah and Jeff, we're all hanging out. Me and Jeremiah decided to take some, uh, because after that, at one experience, Jeff was like, "No, no, no more. I'm mm-hmm. not doing it again." And hopefully soon one day he shall. He's he right, he has
0: one other time at your guys's at your yeah. place. At one time. He's not done it again. Has he? Nah. No. I thought he, I it. thought when we went over to your house when we started writing music. That no. he did it that night. He I was mean, like, no, oh. he wasn't even there that night. Not because that, that w- night. The night that uh, it no, it was one of the times that I came over with my um. He was there that night. He just left. He had to go somewhere.
1: Yeah, but he wasn't there for the night. He left like in the day, like right after we took it.
0: Well, there, I, I specifically. He
1: definitely, he definitely was not there during. The it day. wasn't that one,
0: but it was one of the times that we went over there because we and him had had a conversation. And uh, actually, we were all in the room, and he had. We were like, "Oh, so like, are you like tripping again?" And he's like, "I'm right now, like." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it <they, they> happened.
0: <laughs> I knew it
1: because I gave him the acid. Fuck yeah! Okay, yeah, I thought.
0: I, I, I had after that she memory. She went into
1: detail. I was like
2: she's on to something. <laughs> <laughs> I remember he was like. I did. I did. Really he he's like one time, right? Yeah, yeah. This there one I time. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, well, uh, yeah, so there's that. Um, but anywho, anyhow, um, uh, that was way after, uh, his bad experience. So this was soon after his bad experience. It's, he was like, no, I'm not it's doing It's
0: 2020 it. now, so it would have been two years after that night.
2: Yeah, it would have been two years after. This was, like, a few months after that night. Um, he, uh... Me and Jeremiah had,
1: uh... Was this one you were given, uh, by...
2: Uh, uh, me and Jeremiah had got some off of our buddy, uh, Jack. And, uh, <laughs> 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 um, and uh, We go ahead and, uh, We decide to walk to our local, uh, park which is all the way across town. We have a lot of parks, but this is the local big park. It's got a swimming pool there, it's the got hill? a big hill. Well,
0: yeah. it has basically a water, like a It's got a water, water park. park, it's got
2: uh, many... Uh, uh, it's got a bunch of baseball uh, diamonds and a big one where they have football. Uh, like for the city football for kids, a you know. football diamond? God damn it. The football I mean, diamond? They have, it, <laughs> you know, they have it
1: back in the, on uh, yeah, the, the um The
0: Coliseum-like uh, thing back there. No, no, the green no. thing? It's like football, but and instead the, of tackling
1: the green them, you area. just hit them with the baseball. <laughs> no, no. There's the green like the area building of the big diamond
2: then. The green area of the big diamond. Yeah. You know, the yeah. green area is are big enough. It's a big field. And then there's but like
0: the seats.
2: Anywho, uh, yeah, because the big, the seats, that the big diamond's nice. I like the big diamond. Yeah. But anywho, um, uh, we go ahead, and we walk over there, and by the time we get there, it's starting to kick in a little bit, and we're chilling. at get skate a skate park there, too, and usually, you know, it's chill up there. We go up there, and we uh, just find people are like, hey, you want to smoke? And we just get people that, um, uh, they're up there at skate park and want to smoke. But pretty much, every up there does. I, mean, I don't even skate, but I used to go up there all the time to do that. Oh, so, so you're a fucking poser? No, I didn't have a skateboard with me this thing, But, uh... I'd go up there and, uh, no, we went up there and, uh, smoked a little bit. We hit some dads, let, uh, a couple buddies hit some. And then we, uh, she, she stopped pretty much. But I would take this. am <laughs> um, uh. So then, uh, after a minute, uh, we, uh, Jeff is like, you know, he's getting a little hungry. And McDonald's right up the way. So... We walk up there and it's going good you know I'm, I've handled my ass pretty well I've never had a bad experience with acid I've felt a little uncomfortable but I can always pull myself out of that and uh um we go to the McDonald's and happened to so be they're doing this big event there where it's uh they have the police and they have the fire department and the ambulance there and uh, they have the uh, impact uh, police that's like the they influence like people you know it's not about like getting bad guys you know it's about like getting into like the com- community and interacting with the community but still the police they got like this big puppy dog that's dressed up in a police suit and uh, uh, he walks around and you know, it's like their mascot they're there the, the uh, rental cops are there and <laughs> um uh we, uh, go up and we go inside, sit down, and, while well, me and Jeremiah sit down while Jeff goes up to get his food. Well, meet, right when me and Jeremiah sit down, we start bullshitting a little bit, and then we look over to her right, and, like, ten feet away from us is a bunch of the rent like, all of the rent in this, like, little circle area part of the McDonald's. It's a little bit of a nicer McDonald's kind of, you know? They got this little circle area at the window seating. So they're chilling around there, and we're, like, you know, acid bullshitting. We're, like, kind of talking loud and laughing and getting... getting we're we're fucking going. We're rolling. And then uh, <laughs> we look over and see them, and we just silence. And then we start going and going and going again and again. And then we look over and just silence. And I noticed, like, the someone would, like, see us, like, laughing. They'd look over, and we start laughing. And then, uh, like, I'd make eye contact with them and just stop. So they would probably, like, you know, they... they they're like, you know, they don't like cops, you know, there's a reason they don't like cops, but, um, uh, I'm sitting there, uh, and we decide, you know, fuck this, is getting too much, you know, we need to go, so we get up, and we go up to Jeff, and he's like, "Where do we need to go, and he's like, yeah, we're about to get our food, his food, he grabbed his food, and we walked out and left, and had a good trip the rest of that, I don't even know what happened the rest of that day, but, it was a fun time, but that's definitely not smart, I want to do it again, uh, control environments definitely the way to go
1: question after like did you only see like the cops and all them like after you walked in
2: no no we walked up they had like a whole event going on for kids and all that like outside like activities and everything they had a whole fire truck and everything a whole bunch of police cars and there's police everywhere. There was fire department, fire chiefs and firemen everywhere. And you guys couldn't convince Jeff to walk
1: across the street to the we fucking didn't, Taco
2: Bell? Well, I don't think he <laughs> Yeah, Taco Bell was there at the time. No, uh, But, uh, no, we weren't even thinking about it. We were like, fuck it. You know, young dumbest. Yeah,
0: again, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah young not a scared. Not a smart
2: decision. Definitely don't do that. Um, stay home when you trip. If you go out, then... I say going out and camping or, you know, going on a nice little hike and walk. That's good. With a trip sitter. Yes,
0: yeah, with With, with someone sitter. who's... Well, a trip sitter... Don't drive. Yes. <laughs> don't drive. Do yeah, not yeah, operate. Yeah, don't drive.
1: Yeah, don't drive. <laughs> Operating heavy machinery.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, That's that. That's my bad experience.
1: I mean, I don't really have a bad experience.
2: Not bad. That was a
1: good experience, but that's why I'm not so smart. Don't do oh. that. Yeah. Um... But, to make this one really brief, uh, I mentioned it briefly earlier, um, about how, like, I took two tabs of acid, and, like, they were different tabs, like, they weren't from the same, like, sheet. Oh. And, like, I just fucking went in, like, one of them was super high dosage, like, I think it was, like, (sighs) it was, like, above 250, and, like, I just, like, started tripping hard, and this was, like, when I first started, uh, smoking cigarettes, and, uh... I lit a cigarette up, I smoked, like, a bit of it, and I, I, this is how I came with the ritual of, like, every time I trip, I have to, like, light a cigarette and look into the burning embers, because sometimes I've gotten really vivid, detailed, like, uh, visuals on the tip of the cigarette, like, I've seen, like, the ashes and the fucking embers look like these little, like, really basic humanoid figures that were just grey, like, crawling up to the top of the fucking, uh, tip of the ember and like it just looked like a fuck ton of them just rushing to the top and it looked cool as shit um i love looking at I tripping. Mm-hmm. but great. like it started hitting hard and i wanted to try taking a shower on acid that was fucking wild like it was crazy as shit like i have trouble regulating my body temperature on acid
2: so if uh, sometimes i want to take up a shower and that's if i'm starting to feel uncomfortable so then I go and I sit at the bottom of the shower. shower and sit and and let with the water... neutral, like, neutral warm, yeah. uh, neutral warm, neutral water, not lukewarm, like, same temperature as the air, like, I can't feel the water, like, difference between the air and the water temperature. Oh,
0: well, it'd have to be the same temperature as your body at that point. Oh, yeah, 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 that, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but, oh like, I went, <laughs> I went downstairs and stumbled my way downstairs, like, this was the first time I was on acid and it was, like, difficult to, like, walk straight because the, like, visuals were that strong. And, like, I was just walking through and I went into the nice bathroom. You know what I'm talking about, Koda. Uh, the nice bathroom in my old house.
0: Oh, yeah, the one your your mother did not deserve.
1: Yeah. Um, but I went in there and, like, got undressed, sl- like, turned on the water. And I, like, mentally fucking prepped myself. I was, like, like, a little slaps on my cheek, like, okay, I got this. I got this. Woo! And I step in, I'm like, oh my fucking god. I'm like all those like nerves on my body just get being hit by like the hot water. Cause I'm a very hot water shower type person. So like I stepped in I'm like, ooh! crispy, And like I just I think I took like a 40 minute long shower. Like it was wild. And uh I got out, went upstairs. And I just, like, had these super fucking strong visuals just staring at the ceiling. And I fucking loved my ceiling at the house because, like, it would wave and, like, have different, like, shadows of colors, like, and look like waves, but, like, the fucking ceiling was breathing at the same time. It was fucking fantastic. But <clears throat> I went in there, just kind of, like, tripped to the ceiling and shit, listened to loud-ass music. A lot of Tool. Like, I love listening to Tool, like, when it's loud as fuck. Um it's great um <laughs> like it's really good for tripping like with all the background fucking instruments and all that but this was when I started getting into really like deep thoughts about uh potentially dying like family members and shit and like I started thinking about religion and I was like huh God exists he's a real fucked up God <laughs> and I, mean, I was, and that was kind of like the day I was like hmm probably don't exist and like I just kind of like stopped believing in like A general religion, and that's where I think
2: we should, uh, on our next topic, we should get into that.
0: Something like a spiritual topic. Yeah, spiritual. Because we all have different belief systems. Mm -hmm, All three of us. Yeah, all three of us. So it's a it's a good way to you know explore that topic because to be honest, it's when I think of god it's impersonal he does not care about death you know like to him death is just part of this the The cycle the cycle he does not care you know he's a computer and i say he very loosely because it is a there is no sex it's a neutral thing it is basically like the internet it's a
2: deity
0: yeah it's a deity it's just it's consciousness itself consciousness itself has no moral belief system but it creates moral belief systems you know like the internet is not aware it's the internet you know, it does not care if a computer gets a virus. It's like, okay, you know, like another one will take its place. Like, and as morbid as that sounds, it's to nature. Be, it's nature. You know, nature. It, it's it's,
2: made it's by rep-
0: a- there's a cat that <laughs> died on this trail that Dakota and I go on, and. We go on that trail quite a lot, and just because, you know, science, you know, whatever, we don't want to really disturb the dead thing, we've kind of watched it decay, and, like, a long time, you see how Mother Earth reclaims everything.
2: And one day, when it's, like, completely clean and, like, no fleshy, no nothing, and it's, like, rained on and just bare, bone, skull... That cat skull, <laughs>
1: you
2: fucking psychopath. <laughs> I am a huge nature biology scientist nerd. Let me go claim the cat skull. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I um, have, uh, I've been for, I forage a lot for wild things. We have and just back I, ba- I know it skulls. sounds
0: so, it just sounds morbid when I say it, but like. For us, it's so natural. We have a bag of bones. Well, of Animal, a, I animal bones on, right now. You I guys pl- are
2: fucked up. Well, no, I plan on making, um, uh, like, uh, crafts, like, natural, like, outdoorsy crafts, like, uh, to sell, like, uh, use a bone handle. We're for, not just keeping then, the
0: bones for no reason. Yeah,
2: use a bone handle and, uh, to make a flintstone, uh, knife, you know? Bone and stone.
0: I promise. Okay, we're, we're not just keeping it for no reason.
2: However, the skulls are just, like, I like to keep the skulls. I find skulls out on foraging trips. I mean, I skulls found, are pretty
0: awesome. I found
2: a half of a deer skull. I found a, um, a possum skull. I found a fox skull. I found, which a lot of the teeth are missing. I'm going to go online and find it, look at a picture of all the teeth and recreate the teeth of the clay and fit in there. But, uh... Then uh, I found uh, a squirrel skull, which my grandmother, when she was down in Florida, had bought me a small little alligator head. Taxidermy. Uh, it, yeah, a taxidermy alligator head. It was, uh... And I have the uh, squirrel skull sitting right inside, it. it's my little setup for that. Yeah, it's nifty. And I have a raccoon skull as well. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. Well, anyways... <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, That was kind of like the day that I kind of, like stopped believing in like a religion because like just a combination of factors from what's happened to me personally and like when you take a lot of shit into account like I just kind of like got over like the bullshit that I'd been like forced to believe when I was raised yeah and like yeah it was kind of fucked and like the fact that I I was the one planning and organizing and setting up a party that same day and I by the way I dropped this at 6 in the morning Like damn near like 6 in the morning Uh it kicked in around like 7 And I peaked from like 8 From I'd say 8 to like 4 Like Mm -hmm. 8am to 4pm And I had to like Really clumsily like get my fucking Like clothes on and get ready And make myself look nice and fancy for the party And like It was a fucking whole ordeal Like finding all the clothes I wanted but then I proceeded to do something that you shouldn't do, and I like partied instantly after, like having a come down on acid, while I still had some like auditory and like small visuals, like and <laughs> I drank very heavily that night <laughs> at that party, and that's not a really wise thing to do.
0: Yeah, <laughs> do, the one thing I will say: mixing substances. Is very dangerous. Well,
1: the thing is, alcohol and
2: uh, LSD does not. It makes it fun. It doesn't. Yeah, hurt but it your amplifies.
0: Butt.
2: No, it doesn't amplify. Well, it can. Yeah, it can amplify, which just makes it more fun. But mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're on LSD, you don't realize how much you are drinking. Yeah. And you can easily overdrink, and yeah. Well,
0: that's that one kind of thing. Factor. Is just a rule of um for for me personally i don't usually mix substances if i, I barely drink but when i do drink i, I will can drink and,
2: smoke but, drink and smoke
0: but like me i every time i've mixed a substance it's completely fucked me like definitely like ooh, dabs and acid it ruined dabs for me as much as i hate to fucking say it it ruined dabs for me, but at the same time it's kind of shown me that I was relying too heavily oh, on it. I love dabs. Da- I loved I can't <laughs> say that I don't love them still cuz I do love them. It's just it's almost PTSD from that experience because when I'm that high, it wasn't the way I was tripping that fucked me up. It was the feeling plus that. Like so it's, it's not the your song right
2: there. It's right not the there. visual
0: things Did that <laughs> but it wasn't the visual things that really messed me up. It was the feeling that I had of being stoned in that moment, because I was stoned on top of the fact that I was fucking peeking. It was not pleasant.
2: I well, not only it. was
0: I peeking, the the visuals were a little off.
2: To be honest. I, I love smoking on my, uh, when I'm tripping, but here's the thing, though, also, um, it's highly believed, not fully, not officially medically diagnosed, but it's highly believed I have Asperger's uh, Syndrome, which uh, just makes me, my brain just a little, just think, like, differently. I mean, just the my functions, uh in my brain, different pieces are wired differently. And, uh, it was on the autistic spectrum, but recently they took it off. Um, uh, and, uh, since it really just affects the way my brain thinks. Uh, that's all LSD does, it affects the way your brain thinks, so it affects me differently than normal people. But, everybody's trip is uh, different. Yeah. Everybody trips differently, but I just trip different differently. But everybody's trips are not the same, so yeah, it's very individualized when it comes to tripping. But, uh, since you're saying, uh, tripping with Asperger's, it's, it's not, uh, like, you don't get, I don't get a lot of visuals often. It it makes me, like, more focused, more, it rewires me. I played, we had a trip party where two people were drinking and a lot of us were tripping. I was one of the people tripping. I played a game of Pong, you know, beer Pong. I, I didn't drink, I just played against a person. And, uh, I was shooting pretty good, like, really good. Like, off of, uh, what did I take that night? Two tabs, right?
1: Three tabs? Uh,
2: three tabs. Okay. Yeah, three tabs and, uh. Pretty good.
0: Um. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit. Are Are you done with it? Okay. So I'm going to talk a little bit about my experiences with psilocybin. And uh, <laughs> which psilocybin experience am I going to talk about? The very first time, where uh, my friend, my my best friend has this memory that I know is stained in her mind because the look of insanity in my eyes as I said it. I came into contact with beings, like interdimensional beings, and like people hear that kind of shit and they're like, what? You know, like, honestly, uh, Eli, could you look up the similarities between DMT and psilocybin, the chemical structure? They are so... Similar that you can get experiences like DMT. You can
2: break through off of mushrooms acids and acid.
0: Yeah, yeah. You
2: can break through off of many psychedelics. Mm-hmm. But it's just DMT, especially 5 meo DMT, are just like the easiest, like the straight way to go. You want to yeah. break through, fucking get some of that shit.
0: Exactly. But the the similarities, the chemical structure is very similar. And like I had experienced, but I came into contact with thirteen beings. They all had something to tell me. They were all different. It was masculine, feminine, you know, but they weren't. It was not female. It was not a male, you know. It was just the energy behind
2: that. It was more so like dominant, submissive. Like yes. Soft and hard. Yes,
0: exactly. That's basically what it was. Mm. And uh, there's Positive specific and ones negative. that I remembered. It wasn't that the masculine was negative. Uh, there yeah, was no. I mean, no, not
2: negative, like in bad, but since like but like a magnetic pool. like, just. Opposites. One,
0: the, well, there's these things that. A lot of people come into contact when they do DMT, which is DMT, they're the jesters. And they're, like, like, tricksters. They're, like, the guardians of that realm or whatever. And that's something that a lot of people have come into contact with. And I came into contact with one of those. And I've drawn his face so many times. Because, like, it was the only part of that trip that got dark. It got dark. And he... Every time I would recoil from him, you know, from his energy, then it would get darker and louder. And when I say loud, the auditory hallucinations are completely, like, frequency bombarding me in the fucking face. Like, but when I accepted him and I accepted the darkness that came with him and I leaned into him, like, leaned into his energy, then it was more accepting. Like, he'd be like, yes, yes, that's what you're supposed to do. Lean into the darkness. Don't be afraid of it. Like because when you think of space space is a fucking void like and that's basically was the the mindset there's one part of our consciousness which is everything then there's another part of our consciousness which is nothing so like to know the difference between those two and they had like they taught me so many things and um, I just feel absolutely wild saying it, but like that night I had a very vivid out-of-body experience like not just I almost astral projected but that's not what I'm talking about when I say out-of-body experience I saw kind of like the outline of something but not exact details so like it was like a specific order that I called my friends in the fact that my phone was dead or whatever specific things it just showed me a scenario and the wild thing with the night between Dakota and I it had completely like That mushroom trip, fucking... It was, like, flashback after flashback after flashback at one point because things that that mushroom trip had showed me was happening right before me, and I had been trying to find my, you know, like, twin flame or whatever at that point, so, like, that mushroom trip changed my life.
1: Well, uh, to answer your question about the chemical Mm -hmm. similarities between, uh, DMT and psilocybin is, uh... Basically, um... The only difference is, well, it's si- uh, psilocin, not mm-hmm. psilocybin, um, is that silosin has an extra branch in the left quadrant of hydroxide, and that is the only difference.
0: Yeah, so it's super, super similar. Was there
1: also, is, uh, can you see if there's
2: also uh, differences between LSD and uh, psilocin? I can.
1: Yeah. Or psilocin, but, either way. Um, uh, psilocybin, psilocin, only well, either way. A. I looked it up on Translate because I can't pronounce it. But apparently, <coughs> apparently, uh, this is a major compound in the. Uh, this is a major like chemical in the compound that causes the hallucinogenic effects. And I'm gonna have Google Translate uh, pronounce it.
0: The tryptamine Oh, you could have yeah. yeah. asked me that. That's dimethyltryptamine.
1: Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> no, that's dimethyl. No, 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 dime- no, yeah, no Dimethyl. Right or there.
0: it's lysergic acid diethyl. Diethylamine uh, and uh, diethyltryptamine is DMT.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, give me a second look. In it. shrooms, did you say?
2: What? Did you say in shrooms? It's
1: what
0: a mean, compound of dimethyl- both of them. Tryptamine? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Both psilocybin. Well, it makes up it. Yeah, like different. Yeah, things. it's a part They're of. The, it. Yeah, it's a part of the compound. Yes. Like, yeah, the compound. Um, the chemical structures of psilocybin and um LSD is pretty different. Um, but oddly enough, like. Obviously, they can't see it. But in this picture, it shows the differences between serotonin, LSD, and psilocybin. And they all have the same base structure of that one chemical that I can't say. Mm-hmm. And uh, the nitrogen compound, whether or not it's mixed with uh, hydrogen. Huh. But yeah, they all have the same similar structure, but with different branches. Interesting. So it's serotonin on the left, LSD in the middle, and psilocybin on the right. they, uh, and they all have the same base. Yeah. Um, like that, the orange line, orange line, orange line.
0: Same pace.
1: Neat. Cool. But yeah, I just uh, answered your question. Please go on. Yeah.
0: Um, But with the other times I've done mushrooms, they've been... LSD was kind of enlightening. The way I see LSD is LSD is what am I and shrooms are who am I? So every time that I've done LSDs, it's kind of been like, holy shit, I'm consciousness. And every time I've done shrooms, holy shit, I'm Amanda. Like, if that's god, wild.
1: If there's a god, it's fucking me. <laughs>
0: no, if there's a god, I'm definitely connected to whatever that is. Because, like, when you do shrooms, uh, I've, a uh, like, I know fucking, every fucking white person uh, says way, that they have way, a lot of- Way to
1: get an ego from taking mushrooms. Now oh, you yeah, think totally. you're- now you think you're god. I
0: don't think I'm god. <laughs> I, I don't think all of us are pieces of a collective whole. That's- that's it, but- um What I was saying is That experience Like uh Holy fuck you made me lose my train of thought You fucking asshole
1: Damn bonkers
0: Wow do you know what I was talking about
2: <laughs> somehow, somehow, God yeah Yeah um It was uh what God is um uh And that you're connected to it And uh
0: talking about before that
1: <laughs> Damn it. Nope.
0: i don't know but um it's like every time that i've oh it's the who am i thing like on lsd it's you know what am i you know like i am consciousness on shrooms it's like holy fuck i am amanda but what does it mean to be amanda so like that's one of the things that i enjoy about a mushroom trip is because of the fact that i've always struggled with my self identity, mostly because my self identity has always been a trauma response. You know, it's kind of like a survival. It's a mask that I would wear to fit into an environment. But now that I'm in a place in life where I no longer have to wear that mask, I'm like, what the fuck does it mean to not be what I've been? Like, how how do I change that? And uh one of the last mushroom trips that I had not the very last one, because that was a fucking waste of a mushroom trip. Because I don't want to talk too much shit, but my ex made that trip terrible. So it was like, not, it was not a bad trip, but it was definitely a trip that I was like, man, this could be a lot more fun. Like, me just laying in bed on my phone was not what I wanted to be doing. Like, not, not whatsoever. But the, um, when I'd done, uh, mushrooms, I'd done mushrooms with my best friend. So, like, the only person I've ever done mushrooms with is her, and, the last trip I had had with oh, her... Jessica? <laughs> S- yes, Jessica. <laughs> she's gonna hear this and she's gonna be like, I'm Jessica! I'm just a Jessica to you!
1: <laughs> and now she's gonna call you fake for saying that.
0: Listen, I, she knows I love her. She's like my little sister. Like, I call her out on her shit. And that's... It is what it is. <laughs> I can't help it. But, um... Last time we did mushies together, we got chocolates, and I can definitely... We got four chocolates, two each. I only took one. And, (laughs) see, the thing is, is I want to, like, really get in depth with this story here, but I know I'm already a disappointment to my mother, so this podcast is definitely going to make me even more of a disappointment in my family's eyes because, uh... Should I say it? Should I say where we did this?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yes.
0: We did it at my mom's house when we were supposed to be dog sitting. Wow. But hey. it was it was a short trip and it was at nighttime, so it was like we waited until like the very end of the day to do it, and um, yeah, we were at her house. We were by ourselves. We kind of we watched that so seventy show. We went to the car and smoked weed, and oh, we yeah. And after that experience, I had cut my bangs impulsively a couple a couple months prior, maybe a, a month or so prior. But I had felt so uncomfortable with that haircut. Like, it helped me find confidence again. It helped me get over my anxiety. And also, my, my first LSD trip uh, just this made me think of that. Uh, because of my PTSD, the reason I took LSD, that LSD trip, I faced those fears, those memories. That's one of the reasons I was throwing up was like, I was throwing up because I was ridding myself of all that, that the, the toxic thinking that I had succumbed myself to. And, um, I forgave the man who abused me. Like I completely forgave him. And then my mom messaged me the next day. Uh, my boyfriend at the time was super upset with me, like, because every time I would have like, A crazy thought. I'd poke him in the chest repeatedly like this. And it... Imagine tripping and just, like, repeatedly getting poked in the chest. I can understand that being fucking annoying. Uh... But after that, I had messaged my mom and I told her I did acid. And, like, she was like, just be careful, you know? And I told her I forgave my abuser and everything. Because my mom did a lot of acid in high school. Like, every weekend. And that... LSD trip actually led to me wanting to try mushrooms just because of the difference. I want to study specifically psychedelic medicine so both of those substances helping me in different ways is definitely like a good use of all of it, you know what I mean? (coughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I feel like this is a good place to end it i've got work in the morning uh but regardless we are going to be starting to do these things at least once a week maybe even more um and <laughs> it depends Ooh,
1: sometime we should do a session at the quarry.
0: oh that would be good yeah at the core yeah yeah
1: like at our swimming spot where that little uh cliff thing is but yeah Very yeah. cool um, ASMR, <laughs> nature sounds. <laughs> but we'll
0: we'll be doing that uh, next. What is our next topic going to be? Oh yeah, religion. Well, religion, or and spirituality.
1: spirituality. <laughs> um, other topics we might have in the future.
0: Uh, right. We we might talk about a little bit more about. So how deep are we? Do we to we get
1: We'll get, get, we we'll get, get
0: into, into like, that. we'll, get, in
2: that, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. get into that another time. That's yeah. definitely
0: love soulmates. Definitely this very. Everybody will find things. out.
2: We will collaborate on that, but everybody else will find out in due time.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. We'll 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 give you something to look forward to. I promise. Be able to look out like once a week. We are universal faults I'm Amanda. I'm Eli.
2: And I'm Dakota.
0: Thank you for joining us on this very long fucking episode. <laughs> See you next time. Thank you t- for listening to our second episode on psychedelics next week we will be talking about spirituality religion things like that so if you are interested in anything like that then go ahead and look for our second episode thank you for joining us and i am amanda and this is our podcast universal Faults.